Welcome everybody to the All That I Am podcast. Welcome back. I am Lady Vivian Jacobs and I am your podcast host. This is episode number five, still in season one. And believe it or not, this is our last episode in this season. We're going to take a break and reconvene and then we are going to come back better than ever. And so listen to us on our various outlets, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. We are on uh, three outlets and we want you to support, support, support and take a listen, uh, do some replays and give us some reviews of some previous podcasts that you may have listened to. Um, it's how is everybody doing? Because I'm actually we had some technical difficulties uh, before uh, coming on and I'm actually on now and it's saying that it couldn't play my video. I don't know. So can everybody hear me? What's going on? How has your week been so far? Let me see you in the comment section. Is everybody can you all hear me? OK. Something just fell. I'll be right back. Hold on. <laughs> all right, I'm back. <laughs> so everything is good. You all can hear everything. You can see clearly. Yes, we can hear. Yes, we can see. Okay, thank you so much. Give me some hearts. Do me a favor. Uh, take some time now and just share this live. Share this live. Thank you, girl. You know what? We as women, we can do some crazy things like this is really a bad hair day, but I put this hat on. I grabbed some, you know, came in from work, grabbed something to put on top of a white T-shirt to make it look like some, put a little bit of makeup on and and. She said, I look cute. Thank you, girl. Well, my mission was accomplished. Okay, so let me let me try and go on this live again. It keeps saying couldn't play video exit. Okay, I'm not going to worry about it. I won't be able to see your comments, though, unless um, they are put up in, via StreamYard because it's not letting me look at it. But let's go ahead and jump right into our podcast. I am excited to be back. I'm excited to be back. Give us some hearts. Give us some hearts. Let us know that you are here. I want to just take this time out before we get started to thank everybody for your continued support. As you know, uh, or some of you that may have come, just come in, you may not have heard, but this is our last episode of this season. And then we're going to take a break and we'll come back. But I want to take this time out to say thank you, thank you, thank you for your ongoing support, for your ongoing going love. The testimonials have been coming in and it has been so encouraging just to hear and to see how people have really been blessed by this podcast. Um, and then also some people, you know, have sown some seeds, not something that we've asked for. You did not have to do, but uh, people have been sowing seeds. I want to thank everybody for the new listeners, for inviting people. There have been people from all over that I don't even know, like out of my reach, that's, you know, both near and far. And I thank each and every one of you for your continued support. I appreciate you. It has really been overwhelming, but it has also a good overwhelming. And it has definitely uh, been encouraging uh, to keep on going. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for that, for your support. 
I want to jump right in because I want to make sure we allow time for uh, our topic of discussion. I do have a very special guest that I know is going to help us in a special way. <clears throat> but you all know how we do. Uh, for most of you that have tuned in on a previous segment, you know we have a segment called She Did That. And this is basically a segment where we spotlight a woman for the things that she has been doing, whether it be in her community, whether it be uh, in her house, on her job, in ministry, uh, wherever it may be, uh, just to spotlight that woman to kind of be uh, an encouragement, you know, because we all need encouragement every now and then. But before we do that, I want to give honor and respect uh, for the late Justice Ruth Batter Ginsburg. I want to pay respect for her, even in her passing. I want to just see you all put your hands together in the comment section just to applaud this woman for all that she has done to pave the way for us women. She was a Supreme Court feminist icon who not only changed the law, but she transformed the roles of men and women in society. And this is according to Linda Greenhouse. Second woman to serve, she was the second woman to serve on the Supreme Court and a huge advocate for women's rights. We have come a long way, women, and we must pay respect to those women that have paved the way for us to have the rights that we have today, some of the privileges that we have, you know, just being able to exercise the gifts that we have in various capacities. If it were not for her, along with other women, we would not be able to do what we do. And so I just want to uh, pay honor and respect for her for all that she has done for us women and even those that are still in the fight and that are uh, still paving the way for us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And so, as you know, this podcast is all about uplifting, encouraging, and inspiring women, empowering women. And so I want to take this time to uh, spotlight another woman. And now this woman, actually, because as you all know, you can go on the website and you can actually submit a woman to be spotlighted. And so this woman, I actually do not know her. So I'm going to uh, say her name. Somebody submitted it on the website uh, and they just wanted her to be recognized, maybe to encourage encourage her, to push her, to let her know, you know, that they see her. And her name is Leah Booker. If anybody knows her, let me see you put your hand up. Somebody tag Leah Booker in the comments. Leah Booker. I don't even know who nominated you, but whoever it was, they thought so much of you and they wanted to encourage you. They wanted to push you. And what they told us about you, they said that you are passionate, hardworking, and you are a God-fearing woman. You go above and beyond to help others despite the way that you feel. You are a role model to many and a strong support and advocate in the kingdom of God. So Leah... Booker, we celebrate you on today. We salute you on today. Even if you go back and you catch this replay, somebody sees you, whoever it was that nominated you, you are appreciated. You are needed in this world. And so keep shining, keep doing what you're doing, keep pushing, keep working, keep building, keep impacting, because it is definitely having an impact on the people that see you each and every day. So let's put our hands together again for Leah Booker. Congratulations. And so I want to go ahead and also uh, just 
uh, go right into our next segment, which is the Let's Just Be Honest segment, okay? And so I struggled with this because I got several uh, entries on uh, what I should address or uh, what question I should answer on tonight. And so uh, one of the ones that came in uh, a lot, like I got a huge response on, uh, and it actually kind of stems from the previous podcast, and uh, it is... Okay, so I'm sorry, I'm trying to get this off. Okay, so what it was, the question was asked was, should you submit to your husband if he is not saved? What do you all think? Should you submit to your husband if he is not saved? Because as you know, the last podcast, we talked about submission and the dilemma with submission. Submission is not an easy thing. It really is an inside job and it really goes to speak to your faith and your trust in God. It really goes beyond the man or the person that you're submitting to. And so the question was asked, should you submit to a husband that is not saved? What are you all saying in the comments? I see, oh, somebody said yes. Okay. All right. All right. I know you all are probably typing. Yes. 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 And the answer is yes. Yes. You should submit to your husband. I said husband, not your boyfriend, your husband, even if he is not saved. Guess what? You married him. Yes, you married them. And so that's why I really want to speak to the singles and both the married as well, but the singles, y'all still have a chance. <laughs> like if you're in something and you don't feel that this person, and let's just be honest, this is the let's just be honest segment. Every man is not going to be where you think they should be when you all first start dating or even when you all first get married. There is room for growth for each and every one of us. But the question you have to ask yourself is, can I submit to his leadership? What has he shown to me? What has he proven to me during this time of dating? And so the answer is yes, you should submit. Uh, now, unless he's telling you to go uh, contrary to the word of God, no, you should not submit to something that is contrary to the word of God. You have to use wisdom as well. But if it's not something that's contrary to the word of God, you still have to honor and respect that man. You still have to follow his leadership. And I want to just back it up with scripture for some of you that may not believe or, or receive or accept that. This is just Bible. And so First uh, Peter, I believe it is, uh, chapter 3, uh, verses 1 through 6, it says, likewise, wives, be subject to your own husbands, okay? It doesn't say saved or unsaved to your own husbands so that even, and the word subject is submissive, submit to your own husbands so that even if some do not obey the word, and that's talking about the unsaved husband or those that may be saved and just not in alignment with the word of God, even if they do not obey the word, that they may be one without a word, but by the conduct of their wives. Yes, you should submit to your, and a lot of times, and what, what this verse is telling us right here is don't say a word. In, in your submission and your honor and your respect to him, that can help change a whole lot in the marriage or turn things the way that you want them to be turned without you even saying a word by your actions, by your conduct, by you still honoring and respecting him and loving him and pushing him and supporting him and also letting him know that you trust his leadership. 
And so you have to leave that man up to God because guess what? You decided to marry him and it may be a situation where maybe both of you all were unsaved when you got married and now you are saved and he is not. You know, you still have to honor and respect that man unless he is, of course, I'm not telling you to submit to any physical abuse or anything that is against the word of God. But uh, it, he, he definitely still has room to grow as you do. You have to pray for that man. You have to honor him. You have to respect him and you have to let God deal with him. And I'm sure most of you all are familiar with the passage of scripture that talks about the unbelieving husband is sanctified by the wife, not by her nagging him, not by her preaching to him, but without a word by her conduct, by what she does, by what she shows, the respect and the love that she shows to him day in and day out, even though she may not agree with everything that he does or says, she still honors and respects him because this is the man that is over her life, that she has chosen, chosen to be over her life. And so you still got to pray for him because he may not be there. He may not be where you want him to be. And guess what? Even as I said, you are not either. Okay. You are not all that in a bag of chips. We all still have room for growth. We also have room for molding, for grooming, you know, for God to do what he needs to do in us. And so, yes, the short answer to that is yes, you still should submit, you know, within those lines, as long as it's not some, you're not succumbing to abuse or you are, it's not something that he's uh, telling you to do outside of the, uh, the word of God. Amen. All right. So, you should still honor the man that you chose. Yes, that's good. You chose him. You chose him. And, and, and I'm, I'm going to tell you, be very careful, women, because we see so many marriages up and down our timeline and we get into a place where we want to settle because we want the same thing of what we see uh, other people doing. And I posted this a while ago, you know, stop trying to compete with what people pretend to be on social media, because all what you see is not always happiness. It's not always, it may just be a facade. And now you're trying to pattern or fashion your life after that with a man that it you may not be supposed to be doing that with. Okay. So this is the all that I am podcast, right? And my son is, is in here now calling uh, Benji, go out there. Mommy, All right, so mommy, I don't want to take a shower. I want to take a bath. Okay, go take a bath, Benji. <laughs> the bishop is not home yet. All right, I'm sorry. Uh, okay, so we are going to go right ahead, close the door. And jump. This, this is real. This is live. This is all that I, I am. I balance it all. I juggled it all. Juggle it all. And and I believe that God has given me the grace to do so. And so, all right, that was good. I love that. Okay, let's jump right into our topic. We are still on our topic uh, of are you wife material? And the subheading for this um, class or this session on today is helpmate versus. Hinder mate. I'm headed not home now. Yes, you need to hurry up. I need you to speed. All right, help mate versus hinder mate. Okay. All right. Before I jump into that, I do have a special guest that I want to allow to come in from the backstage. I want to introduce her. This is Lady Dillard. Lady Dillard. She's going to begin to tell us a little bit about hey, her. Is a first lady. She is a mother. Uh, she is so many things. She is a wife. And I want her to just begin to uh, introduce herself because 
who better can tell you about themselves and the person themselves. And so Lady Dillard, welcome. Thank you so much for receiving the invitation. And I'm excited about what God is going to do through you uh, on tonight. So go ahead, just give us a brief uh, introduction of who you are, what you do, how many children you have, how long have you been married? How many hats do you wear? Because we wear so many hats, but go ahead. I'll give the floor to you. Can you hear me well? Yes. Can you all hear well? I hope so. Um, I am uh, Lady Tina Dillard. I am the first lady of the First Church of God Christian Life Center here in Evanston, Illinois. Um, I am married to no other than Pastor Monte L.G. Dillard Sr., um, the senior pastor here. Uh, We have been married for, it's going on 16 years on October 16th. This is our, um, go. I guess you could say golden anniversary, 16 on the 16th. So, yes, I'm excited about that. Um, together, we have four beautiful children, um, three girls and one son. Uh, um, our oldest daughter uh, is a freshman at Spelman College. I'm, wow. I'm still uh, up in the clouds on that one. That's um, amazing. Yeah, I, it's <laughs> God is so good. God yes, is good. Um, I, I lead the women's ministry here at our church. I am the women's leader. Um, so, yeah, I, those, those are the hats that I wear. I'm the uh, first lady, wife, mama. Uh, and I have a, um, a dog, a daughter. Her name is Jasmine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to leave her out. So, wow. yeah, I, yeah, so. I am awesome. so glad to be here. Awesome. So I love it. I yeah. love it. I'm glad that you are here. And so I'm going to go ahead uh, and jump right into our uh, class uh, on today, our subject, our topic of discussion. Uh, yes. And so I want to give a uh, background, biblical background. So Genesis uh, chapter 2, uh, verse mm-hmm. 18 says, And the Lord God said, It is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper meet for him. Mm-hmm. And what that word meet means is suitable. I love that word. Suitable. God, I, so I researched that word suitable. suitable. Oh my God. Suitable or qualified for him. And what that word suitable means is fitted or tailor-made. Somebody tailor-made. Yeah. Somebody, you know, when you go get a suit that's tailor-made, if it's to your body, it's Can't just nobody else wear that. You. Can't nobody wear it like you. It's mm-hmm. not going to fit them the way that it fits you. It's tailor-made no. for your body. And so the helpmate that God has for a man is tailor-made for him specifically for him to compliment him uh, is appropriate for his purpose is appropriate for his purpose. Yes. And Mm -hmm. so I I just want to kind of leave way. What, what comes to your mind when you think of the word help me? Pretty much what, what you just said, someone that is there to help in ways that nobody else can, even if, you know, is tried that it won't happen. So that's what I see it as. 
definitely uh, is someone uh, that that God has sent uh, his way, uh, even as he did uh, for Adam, uh, as he pulled uh, Eve out of his side, a rib from his side to help Mm -hmm. him. And so the reason God made man a helper is because he needed help. Yes. If he did not need help, he would not have made him a helper. And so obviously he needed help. He could not do it all on his own. And so ladies, I want to say to you on tonight, we are the help that our husband needs. Yes. We are the help that our husband needs, the the help that has been tailor-made, that is suitable, that is custom-fitted for him. Mm -hmm. So whatever he needs, he can find it. In you, God has placed it in you to help push him, to help mold him, you know, and you may not recognize that and know that now, but it definitely is something that God has placed uh, in the wife specially to do. He is incomplete without his wife. He is incomplete without you. Amen. He would be better equipped in certain areas with us as the women, as the wife to help him. All right. And so when we complain Mm. about certain things, about what they are not, what they don't do, maybe you're supposed to employ that portion of that weakness. Now, I'm not saying that you can do everything because a man still needs to be a man and do what he needs to do. Right. But God has you there for a reason. We Mm. have to tend to what we need to tend to. And women more so tend to be more intuitive and and, and more of a dreamer and kind of creative and someone that they can contend with, someone that is not always a yes person, right? And we can respectfully disagree and it's to bring the best Mm -hmm. out. And so we talked about yeah. le- that last time uh, in, in, in the last podcast with submission. Uh, and, and we really just kind of uh, hinged upon uh, disagreement and being uh, respectful, even in that submission doesn't mean that you agree with everything, you know. And so uh, even in that, and I think that is good. That's the strength in the marriage that if you don't agree, you know, there is something that you bring to the table. Exactly. There is something valuable that you bring to the table. Yeah. Uh, and, and most men that see that and know that uh, they can honor that and respect that. And so uh, I basically uh, want to, I'm going to uh, jump right into uh, our questions that we have. Uh, but before I do that, I, I want to say this to uh, a lot of the single women. Uh, the single women that are on this live, uh, most of the single women, and and I'm pretty sure you can kind of agree with this, Lady Dillard. Uh, and I may have been there before I had gotten married. Where, well, no, I don't think I really struggled with this, and I'm not. I'm not trying to sound like you know bougie or whatever the case may be. But a lot of women get to the place mm-hmm. where they make marriage an idol. Where they they, oh. they they make the thought of marriage true. an idol. Yes. So true. <laughs> Where so it's true. like, this is all I need in my life, and then I'll be happy, or then oh, yeah. I'll be fulfilled, or then I'll have everything that I need, or then I can do everything that I need to do. Where God is saying, you can do that now. And, and, and what it is, the key thing with that is, is you can't make marriage or the thought of marriage your idol. You know, and and many times that's why most women have not gotten married yet now is because God knows that once he gives you that man, you're going to put that man before him. And idol is 
that you put before God, you put mm-hmm. in the place of God because you desire it so much, you love it so much, and you put it before God. And so what I want to say before we jump into our questions, and, and, and it was just really on my heart because I know we all desire companionship, but you want to make sure that you are not making yeah. marriage an idol. Okay, you want yes. to make sure that Please you keep God in his proper perspective in your life. You keep him first, oh, you yeah. prioritize God, you know. And once you do that, once you find yourself lost in God, and I know that you've heard this before, but there is an appointed time, you know, where God has for you to meet your spouse, you know, if that yeah. is in the in the will of God for your life, you know, but but before that time comes, you have to make sure that you're doing what you need to do as a woman to build yourself, right? To make sure that you're investing in yourself and you're not waiting for this man to come along to do all those things. So I say this to the single women, do not make men or marriage an idol because yeah. sometimes that can prolong uh, the whole process with you meeting the man that you you want to meet. You know, we all say we want to meet the man of our dreams. Okay. All right. So there are some things that uh, we want to uh, discuss on tonight, uh, dealing with uh, helpmate. Back to the title, helpmate versus hindermate. And so uh, helpmate, I want us to uh, think about things that, that go along with that, right? What makes a woman a helpmate? What makes you a helper uh, to your husband, to your mm. spouse? and the importance of that, okay? It it is definitely important in in, in knowing how to be a helpmate to your husband and seizing every opportunity or every moment to make him better. Mm -hmm. Every moment, every Mm -hmm. opportunity that you can find that you have to make him better. My question, you know, with with me, and this is honest, uh, in my marriage is how can I better serve my husband today? What can I do to make him better, to make our household better? Uh, Lady Diller, could you uh, expound upon that for me? Uh, just that seizing that opportunity in every moment to make our husband better in being a, a helpmate that God has called us to be. Yeah, um, we have a, um, a great task before us as wives. Um, and when what I think about when it comes to making, you know, helping my husband become better, is um being intentional in um backing him up whenever he needs i have some notes here that um that i want to share um when it talks about being thinking of of them more than yourself not being selfish those are ways that you can um help him because a lot of times you feel like you're helping 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 nobody's helping you but the bible it tells us to esteem others more than yourself and it's vice versa i feel like it has to be done on both ends when you do that for him he does it for you and then nobody is lacking any you know nobody is going without so that's one of the things i think about when i um when i think about helping him is sometimes putting what he needs above what I need. I yeah. That's, that's and that's thing. not always easy. That's, that's, I mean, and that's good. It, it's definitely very true. Um, but if we could just be honest tonight, it's not always easy because sometimes we can be selfish. Uh, oh, and even yeah. as you 
the scripture says that we, you know, esteem others uh, higher than we uh, esteem ourselves, you know, uh, and, and, and I can hear wives asking the question even now, you know, and, and it's like, well, what about me? You know, what about my goals? What about, you know, my mm-hmm. vision? What about my aspirations? You know, and, 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 and what I would say to that person is, is you don't have to do away with that, but in mm-hmm. its right perspective and in its right timing mm-hmm. and in the right season, can you work on those things? But you have to know the season that you're in, you know, and so you, you, you have to know your role and you have to know that we've been placed, you know, in, in our husband's life to be his helper, you know, to help him, yes. you know, ultimately, mm-hmm. primarily, that's what we should be doing, helping our husband any way that we can make him better, you know, any way that we can help him, whether it be in ministry, whether it be in marketplace, you know, whatever yeah. we can do you know, to, to help him. But I know oftentimes, uh, I know I struggled with that in the beginning of my marriage, just uh, as far as being selfish, because that process of becoming one flesh, it doesn't happen overnight. You know, it, it, it takes time you know, for that to happen. It takes time. Yeah. Two, so it, two it different people coming together. Yeah. Backgrounds. Yeah. Just, just the diff- way you were just raised, different. the yeah. way you do things way you see things and trying to bring that together, you know, uh, and mm-hmm. becoming one flesh. And so, yeah, it definitely uh, is a process, but uh, I definitely agree with you uh, on that point. You know, we we have to put uh, his needs above ours and we have to be that uh, that helper, you know, in order to be the godly wife that God has ordained for us to be uh, and truly mm-hmm. be that helpmate. And so let's talk about the importance of making our house better. Okay. Talk about why why is that important? You know, because in order to be a helpmate, you know, one of the things that the uh, husbands need, they need help in the home, especially mm-hmm. if you have children. And even for some of you that may be on this live that don't have children, you know, just help uh, in the home in general. Uh, let, let's just uh, talk about that. Uh, so what what do you think about, you know, why is that important to make sure that we are supporting that and being that help in the home? Well, I've been married 16 years and for 16, for 15 of the 16, I've been a stay at home mom. I have yeah. not worked a job in 16 years. And so I feel um, like the home is, is my first ministry. Yeah. Um, I feel like I have to take care of my home first because that's what God has called me to do. Um, yeah. I feel like we can't be out uh, in the street or doing ministry yeah. or living our best lives and our families are home hungry, uh, uh, clothes so not true. washed. You know, this, yeah. it, it, it just doesn't make sense. So I feel yeah. like we have to make home a priority um because that's that's our first ministry we have to raise our children um we can't let the tv and the ipad raise our children we have to be there when when they when they need it when they need us yeah that is so true because the children remember they remember that they remember more than we think they remember mm-hmm. And I can definitely uh, attest to that. I remember a very pivotal moment in my life 
Um, and I think I've given this testimony before. Um, I was at dance practice uh, with my daughter, um, but my mind was so many other places because I had so many other things going on. You know, and she came to me like, Mom, did you even see me? Did you see me dancing? Did you see me? Wow. And I really didn't. You know, like I was glancing. I was there, but I wasn't present in the moment, you know. And mm-hmm. and and at that moment, you know, that's when God began to deal with me and in, in making my home a priority, you know, making uh, sure that my children are getting all of me and my husband is getting all of me, you know, where I'm not spreading myself so thin in all these other mm-hmm. areas. When it comes to my home, you know, it's lacking because I have nothing else left to give because I've given, mm-hmm. given, you know, so much out. And so yeah. what I would say to those on this live is you have to do what works best for your home. I think right. it's definitely a blessing that you are able to stay home and not work, but everybody is not afforded that blessing, you know, and everybody, you know, a, a lot of women, you know, have to work mm-hmm. or some women just want to work. You know, I know for me, I love what I do. Like, I love what I do. Like, mm-hmm. I, I was a nurse before I met my husband. I'm still a nurse now. Uh, and if I can be honest, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you know, th- th- I, I'm in agreement with what God allows, but I don't know if I would want to stop doing that, you know, uh, maybe in different capacity or uh, maybe not working as much. Maybe that would be down the line. Um, but I definitely love what I do, you know, and my husband, he uh, supports, you know, uh, everything that I do. But I, what mm-hmm. I would say to everybody on this live, you have to do what works best for your household. And yeah, so for to your my household. mothers, yeah. And to my working wives that are out there, you have to make sure that you and your husband are in agreement that you all are on oh, the yes. same page. You know, because they may have in their mind, you know, and these are some of the things that you may want to talk about single women before you even get married. You know, if this is someone that you Mm -hmm. see yourself married with, because you can get in a marriage and have all of these, you know, you want to do this and that, you know, and and your husband may have a whole nother view. So you have to make sure that uh, those things are discussed and talked about, but you have to make sure that even in that, you all are on the same page and you do what works best for your household. I can remember just a real quick example. I can remember um, when uh, my husband and I first got married, I was still working night shift. Um, I was a nurse. I was working night shift at this big university hospital. So I was working like 12 hour shifts. Uh, and it was a lot. It was draining. But like I said, I loved what I did, you know, but but I wasn't married when I first started working night shifts. And so I realized, you know, that I wasn't able to give what I needed to give, you know. And once we got married, my husband was like, uh, you're going to have to let the midnights go. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and I respected that. I respected that. Uh, You know, I didn't think that he was coming against me, you know, but I knew that my role was shifting. My priorities were shifting, uh, were changing uh, as I was becoming, uh, as I was his wife, you know, and we were becoming one flesh. And so I definitely uh, had to understand back to the, the, uh, the point of the whole question, had to understand my my purpose and my point in being his helpmate because I couldn't effectively be his helpmate working all of those hours and 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 doing all of the other extra stuff that I had to do. So I had to prioritize my home, you know, yeah. and I yeah, I thank God for definitely an understanding and a supportive husband. Yeah. Um and so and, um, it moved go ahead. I'm sorry. I wanted to say that 
that that power of agreement oh my yeah. goodness when the yeah. husband and the wife come together and agree upon something like the lord is he moves on it so quick because i feel like if you guys are doing two separate things you you praying yeah. to the lord for one thing he's praying for one thing who, who what side is the lord who that's true Lord, don't pick. Like we don't want to. <laughs> so when you when you come yeah. together, and that's what me and my husband did when we got married. I was like, I I think I want to stay home because I was in school as well in nursing mm-hmm. school. I was going to um I was going into uh the labor and uh, labor and delivery, and I, I made and we both came into okay. a yeah, yeah. Um, we came into agreement. That mm-hmm. this is what we wanted to do for our family, and the Lord has been blessing for 16 years. It. But it I has to it. be agreement and communication talked out on both ends. Um, no yeah. decisions are made without consulting the other spouse because that can be a big problem. Yes, it can. Yes, it can. And you you said something very powerful. Uh, how can two walk together lest they agree? There has mm-hmm. to be agreement. You know, uh, so what we're saying tonight, just to the audience, um, it's not one size fits all. Even as we said, you have to know what works for your household and you and your spouse have to walk in agreement because there is power uh, in agreement. And there is power also when you walk in disagreement because it breeds division and confusion. We don't need that. We don't want that in marriage, right? (laughs) I mean, if we can be honest, sometimes, you know, uh, the enemy will try to creep in. uh, And that's when uh, you have to get back place where you are prioritizing your husband and you are prioritizing uh, your household. And so I want to uh, jump right into the next uh, question uh, because this hour goes by so fast. I know, we already at 38 <laughs> minutes. So fast. We're already at 38 minutes, I told you. And so, and we haven't even uh, allowed time for questions. I, I kind of want to look at what the people are saying, say that lady VDs, independent women don't want to hear anything about a group. Yes, <laughs> you're right. Because we're in this independent women movement and women empowered movement. And I'm not against it in its proper perspective. Yeah. But you have to make sure that that is not dishonoring your husband. It's not dishonoring your household. All right. And so I want to go ahead and jump right into uh, our next uh, topic uh, or piece of discussion. Uh, and that basically speaks to uh, in being his helpmate, uh, just really the importance of being skilled and educated and being resourceful. Why is that important? Can you expound upon that? Why is that important uh, in being uh, the husband's helpmate? Being resourceful is very important um, because you are able to deal with things um, that come up in in situations because life happens. Yes, it does. And and situations occur and you have to be able to deal with them. First of all, we have to be endowed with the Holy Spirit first and foremost walking into any marriage because he is going to help you be resourceful. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Listen, at the drop of a hat, sometimes yeah. you don't Sometimes you don't have time to sit down and plan and talk it out. The Lord, it, uh, my husband preached um, a couple of weeks ago, a figure it out anointing. Like sometimes <laughs> the Lord will say, okay, we, you're going to have to just figure this thing out. And he'll help yeah. you do it. 
yeah. but it's very you have to be resourceful. You have yeah. to be able to deal with difficult things and situations in life. Sometimes at the drop of the hat, you don't have time to sit and meditate and pray. You know, at times, sometimes the Lord said, "Okay, we hear what you're gonna do, and yeah. we're gonna do it right." Yeah. So you gotta yeah. be resourceful. You gotta I love to it. Figure that thing out. Yes, you do. I mean, that's very important. I want to give you all a scripture uh, tonight uh, in in reference to uh, this piece. Uh, Proverbs 31 and 16, it says, she considers a field and buys it with the fruit of her hands and she plants a vineyard. That woman was resourceful and she was able to use wisdom. You know, when your husband brings you something and, you know, you you just have to be able to... uh, Bring your, you have to be able to bring your gifts and uh, bring your talents uh, and bring uh, whatever it is that God has placed down on the inside of you uh, to help that marriage, um, you know, to help your household, you know, and it doesn't have to always be money, whatever it is in your mind, you know, whatever God has given you, you know, to uh, bring as as a value uh, to the household, you have to mm-hmm. be able to tap into that. Uh, and, and I also wanted to kind of deal with the point of, 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 of a woman, you know, a wife uh, doesn't wait idle for things to just happen. You know, and and basically what the scripture is talking about, the virtuous woman, right? None of us have fully arrived to all of the scriptures that they're talking about in Proverbs, but we're striving towards that, you know, Um, but you don't just wait idle for something to happen. You don't just wait idle for your husband to bring you home, you know, all the money or to bring you home, uh, whatever it is, you know, you, you don't just wait idle, but you're doing something within that time. You're doing something be resourceful. And then the scripture also talks about how beauty is vain. Beauty gets old. Beauty is fleeting. Old. And so they're going to need more than you're not depend on. Yeah. And then I even want to say this, they're going to need more than your cooking. Some people think, you know, and, and I've heard that a cooking is the way to a man's heart. Yeah, it may be a man to his heart, but is it going to take care of your household? Come you know, it's going to feed the children, but what else can you do besides cook? You know, so you have to make sure that you are being resourceful in whatever capacity that God has you in, in the household. Listen. You know, whether it be a stay-at-home mom, whether it be where you're working in the workplace, what do you have to give? What value do you bring, you know, to the household, Mm -hmm. which is a lot. We just have to tap into those gifts and know what those gifts are and be resourceful in every way possible. What do you add? What do you bring? You know, how are you helping? Are you saving and investing? You know, if you are the one that takes care of the bills and you are the one that takes care of the money, you know, and I'm just talking to anybody on this live. If you are that person, what are you doing with the money? Are you saving? Are you investing? Or are you uh, an impulsive shopper or spender? (laughs) Are you an Amazonian? Come on, we like to shop. Let's just be honest. We like to shop, but we have to make sure that even in that, that we are doing the right thing, that we are being resourceful, that we are saving and that we are are multiplying what our husband gives us, you know, and and I'll talk about that a little bit later, just really dealing with the womb of the woman, you know, but it's definitely uh, important for us to be resourceful uh, in our household. Uh, And this leads me to my next point, the importance of uh, covering your husband and respecting your husband and making him look 
good at all times. Yeah. Come on, because talk about when that. He like, look, when he look good, you look good. When he look good, you look good. When he win, <laughs> you win. Yep. When you win, he win. Yep. It's That's no, so true. It's no idea. You know what I'm saying? We did yeah. this together. Yes. And yes. I'm, and I'm with you. I got your back because I know it's reciprocated. Yeah. I don't have to worry about, um, just like you said, is it no competition? It's no yeah. competition. It's mm -mm. not let me get, get, get. And, yeah. and put it in your face, like, look what I've done. But yeah. covering, mm -hmm. making sure he's okay, because you know that it's going to be reciprocated back to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we, we definitely, that that's good, because we we have to make sure that we as wives, that we 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 cover our husband, and, and even in us covering, you know, uh, that he can trust in us. He can trust Mm -hmm. us as his wife. The scripture Proverbs 31 and 11 says the heart of her husband trusts in her and he will have no lack of gain. Mm -mm. Can he trust in you? Or, mm -hmm. or is he worried that if you see a weakness, you know, or something that you don't agree with, that you're going mm -hmm. to go and complain to somebody about it, Come that you're going to go and complain to your bestie about it. Come on, or are you going to cover your husband and still respect your husband even in his weakest moments? Yeah. Because you as the wife, you are going to see him at some of his weakest moments. Oh, yes. moments oh, yes. Nobody else will even be able to see him at. You know, but can you still cover him? Can you still respect him? Can you still love him? Mm -hmm. You know, when we take those vows, I don't know if we really take them serious, but it really had me to thinking about them, even as the vows say for better or for worse. We don't know what the worst is going to be. <laughs> we like to think about know it. what the worst is going to be. Yeah. And, we, and sometimes we may even get caught off guard like, oh, it's bad for better or yeah. for worse. For better or for worse. You cannot for run. better or for worse. You cannot yeah. hide. Yeah. Because the worst yeah. will come. And you have oh, to yeah. stay right there and cover in the worst yeah. times. Yes. Yeah. Because I mean right we and it's, it, it goes both ways for both of us. Like for better or for worse. We don't know, you know, what what the worst is going to look like. Yeah, we're happy about the better part, you know, but mm -hmm. can you still stick it? stay even in the worst part can you stick Listen. and stay when he loses his job can you stick and stay Listen. you know when you feel like he's not what god has come, come on where you feel like come he's on. not going the way that that come that god on. has to go can you stick and stay can you still right. pray for him can you still honor him and respect him can you do that? You know, and uh, uh, like I said, we we don't know what that worst is going to look like, but we take those vows, you know, and we make that co covenant, you know, uh, mm -hmm. on that beautiful day that we all desire, you know. But I think we need to really, really go beyond that and 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 take it for what it really is. Uh, and it even yeah. says also to have and to hold. You know, to hold to me is it is more in depth than to have. To hold is to grasp, is yeah. to carry, 
Can we carry one another in our difficult times, in our dark seasons? Can we still hold on to one another, you know, and, and knowing what the weaknesses are, knowing what the vulnerabilities are and still being able to have and to hold, and to, to carry hold. And, and to grab, yeah. you know, I don't mm-hmm. know if we really look at that for what it really is, but when you hold on to something, you're not letting go, you know? And so even in, in, in that worst season, no. You're still not letting go because I am his helper, you know, and, and God has placed mm-hmm. me here for a reason, you know, through the good and the bad. Oh, yeah. You know, so, yeah, yeah. I, I, I believe I that. Would that have that, yeah. uh, that have that was powerful and I it's like when you, that. it's like you, you, the Lord puts, puts it in your hand. You have it. Now, can you yeah. hold it? Having holes, or when they get hot, That's are you going to drop it? And, and <laughs> That's good, lady. You have it. Now yes. hold. Yeah. Now hold it. Keep it. Keep it close to you, even when don't, you don't, you don't, don't like them. It. Come on. Don't drop it when it get hot. Come on, because you will have some days where you don't like yeah, each yeah. other, where you disagree with each other. Come on, but can you still? hold that person down can you still cover mm-hmm. that person your spouse mm-hmm. can we do that you know mm-hmm. so that definitely uh yeah i like that sister relinda without losing your grip hold it tight hold it. i love it yes <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> I love it. and so you said something very key even as we were talking about this uh just even going into competition knowing that you are not your husband's competition you all are on the same team talk about that why is that important in marriage oh my God. <laughs> the, 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 I, the bible clearly says that uh love does not envy does not does so, not it is definitely a, a lack of immaturity and spiritual immaturity yeah. um, for those of us who are in Christ. When we find ourselves envying our spouses, mm. yeah, that yeah. calls for some deep um, self-examination. Yeah, um, something that that's going to require you to go before the Lord and say, "I need some help." Yeah, because that ought not be. <laughs> that ought not be because you are one with your husband. It's not two. Yeah. You guys are not two separate entities. The Lord said two become one and you work together. Yeah. So if he get a raise on his job, you got a raise. Come on. <laughs> he, Come on. He, bring the raises he, in, boo. <laughs> listen, yeah. I'm not going to try to uh, run out and, and, and try to get one because you got one. Yeah. No, yeah. we are one. And there's yeah. no there's no competition here because when you win, I win, and when I win, you win. Yeah. We are together. We yeah. are together. That's mm-hmm. true. Uh and, and I think it's a heart yeah. issue. It is. It is. That's that's mm-hmm. good. It is a heart issue. It, it's deeper than that. Like when there is competition. it's Mm -hmm. deeper than the surface of this is just competition. What are you really dealing with? What are you really Mm -hmm. competing with in your spirit or what you have not settled with? Mm -hmm. Um, That's good. That's good. It it, it definitely is a hard issue. Um, But you said something so key that we're all on this. We're both on the same team. We're on the same. Like we, this this is for us. We're on the same team. And so when I think 
about that. When I see couples, you know, that struggle with this, you know, it, it really just brings me to the point in knowing that maybe they just don't know their role. Maybe they don't know what they're, maybe they're confused. There's confusion, you know, for whatever reason that maybe they just don't know their role. Because when you know your role, I know that I am your helper. I know that we are one. I know that I am your wife, you know, so there is no competition. And then I even want to say this, you know, a, a wife understands, a godly wife understands that there is no competition with her husband and there is no competition for her husband. Yeah. There yeah. is no Petition for your husband's attention, no. for your no. husband's time. There should not be. No, no. It, it definitely should not be. Now, mm -hmm. maybe they may in the beginning stages may have some issues with prioritizing and maybe you all need to sit down and talk about that. But ultimately, yeah. there's no competition, you know, with with uh, attention or with time for your husband, because mm -hmm. one would that the both of you would understand that this marriage, you know, of course, God is first, but this marriage takes priority. Oh, it takes yeah. priority. And so there, there is no competition, you know, but but many uh, couples struggle with that, I believe, in the beginning stages uh, of their marriage, uh, even as I said, in that process of becoming one flesh. It, it definitely mm -hmm. is a process and it doesn't happen. Uh, it doesn't take place uh, no. overnight. Yes, no. and love does not envy. I'm just looking at uh, some of the comments. No competition for your husband. None. Nobody. Nobody can compete with you. There. No, nobody. There is. I don't even put that in your mind. And I, I made a post up about this. A, a person that has that in their mind does. You don't even know your worth. You don't know your mm -hmm. worth and your role to your husband. You know, so we got to get back on our knees that we got to pray to God because there's a deeper issue, you know, or mm -hmm. let's just be honest, maybe there's a conversation that needs to be had, you know, and 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 even oh, in that, sometimes therapy will help. You know, if oh, you yeah. feel like you are competing or you feel like he's putting so many things before you, you know, I have various people on this live that may, may be dealing with, you know, so many different things and, you know, so many different issues, you know, and I believe in counseling, you know, oh, first, yes. prayer, but definitely believe in counseling. Oh, yes. So, yeah. Very important. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very important. important. Yeah. So, so that you can. Yeah. It, and it'll pull out what you sometimes don't want to pull out on your own when you're talking to yeah. your husband. Yeah. You can pull yeah. out some stuff. Yeah. True that'll so. help you in the Very long true. run. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then the last thing I want to touch on uh, before we uh, end this uh, is a helpmate or a wife that is a helpmate understands the importance of praying for her husband, not mm -hmm. praying on her husband. Okay. Because oh, there is a difference. <laughs> But praying for her husband, you are the intercessor, right, right, oh for God. your husband. Mm -hmm. I can stay there a while, but I'm not, we don't have time. <laughs> but oh, a, 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 a righteous wife, a godly wife understands the importance of praying uh, for her husband. Uh, can you expound upon that? Why do you think that is so important? Ooh, I think it's important yeah. because... Um, he belongs to God oh, and yes. who better knows what to do with our husbands than his maker. Come on. Um, and I don't, and don't go to God praying um, what he need to fix or what Come he, on. what he, <laughs> Come on, do, we'll do it. Come on. What, 
But pray, you know, Lord, bless them, keep them, yeah. build them up, uh, yeah. touch his mind, touch his body, give him strength, anoint him, cover him as he goes out into this world. It's so important and because yeah. those prayers will begin to manifest. Yeah. But yes, we don't want to, but, but don't pray, don't tell the Lord on him. Don't be a tattletale and tell him about what he don't do. He know <laughs> I needed, he didn't wash the clothes and you know. <laughs> yeah, come on. Come on. <laughs> Not that type of prayer. Yeah. Pray the word over your husband. Pray the word. Yes. Yeah. yeah Lord, that is. Be with him. Uh, keep him away from ungodly counsel. Um, don't let him sit in the seat of the scornful. But let him delight in in your in the law of your word, and let him yeah. meditate on it day and night. Yeah. And then he will be like a tree. Play, you know, come on, it's just, come we on. We have to do those things because yeah. pastoring. I know in, in our circumstance, pastoring is a big job. Yes, it is. Yes, and with is. your husband being a bishop, I know his role is even greater. Yeah. So yeah. we have to. I mean. I don't you don't gotta get on our knees. I mean, I pray while I'm washing dishes. I pray yeah. while I'm yeah. cooking sometimes yeah. because it's so necessary. So necessary. Because yeah. This world that we are in, it's a lot going on for just black men in general. Yeah. And it's a lot. And we have to be covered in prayer. Necessity. It is. Necessity. It is. It it, it definitely um, is a lot, um, and it it definitely uh, is important. Even as you said, uh, we we can't neglect to pray for our husbands, and we can sometimes, as wives, be so quick, uh, you know, to complain, or even as I said, to go to somebody else, you know, mm -hmm. and and God has you there for a reason. Because remember, God mm -hmm. placed us there to be His helper. And so he needs help, right? What was the word we had earlier? Uh, suitable. Suitable. You have been, you have been seen as suitable yeah. in the sight of God to yeah. be this man's partner yep. for life. And suitable. Yeah, it's it definitely honor. is. And I think sometimes we as wise, we forget that, you know, um, you know, just, just trying to... Uh, it just be so many things. You have to make sure that we don't forget that we are sent to be a helper to our husbands. Yeah. And even in that, being that help to pray for him, to cover him in prayer, to be his intercessor, you know, to be the one that bathes his dreams and his visions and his aspirations in prayer. When my husband tells me something or tells me, you know, a, a, a dream that he has, I'm going to bathe it in prayer. I'm going to submit it to God, even as I know he has already done, me as the wife being his yeah. helper. To submit it to God in prayer. We as women, we have a womb for a reason. You know, our womb Come is on. the incubator to his dreams, you know, so that Nurturers. they can yeah, they can be nurtured. They can live through us as the women, as they develop, you know, as we pray, you know, for our husbands and all that they've set out to do, you know. And so I want to encourage a woman that may be on here now and you may feel like, you know, your husband may not be where you want him to be. Pray for him. 
Pray for your husband. Continue to pray. And sometimes, wives, I'll say this. Sometimes you can be in the way for God to do what he needs to do. And I think we said this on the last uh, episode. Close your mouth. Close your mouth. Don't nag. And pray for him. Pray for him. It is so important. It is such a key ingredient uh, in, in, in marriage is, is, you know, as well as in our life. But since we're talking about marriage, mm-hmm. we need to make sure that we fervently and effectually and consistently, mm-hmm. you know, consistent. pray for our husbands. Yes. Yes. Because, you know, I, um, I know that um, I remember. I-, I can't remember the-, the the particular saying, but with Michelle Obama and Barack Obama, the reason that he's able to be the person that he is, you know, uh, and even as he was president, the person that he was and still is now, still a powerful, mm-hmm. you know, a prominent yeah. man. You know, because of the the woman that stood by his side, that was pushing him, that was praying for him, and whatever visions that he may have shared with her, you know, she didn't go take it to somebody else, but she prayed. You know, it was in her womb, it was an incubator where she, while she nourished it, you know, before it was even shared with anybody. But just that responsibility—that is a huge responsibility that we should not take for granted, and that is to consistently and continually pray for our spouses pray for yes. your husbands yeah do it with the joy join your heart and pray burden to pray for your husband or to pray in general this is yeah. an honor to even stand before the most high god in his presence and to stand there and to 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 put your husband at his feet it's an honor it definitely it should bring is. joy to your heart and say, Lord, I yeah. this is my husband and, and I love him and I want you to keep him. Yeah. So it should be a joy. That's good. Uh honor yeah. to give before yeah. the Lord and to pray for that man. Yes. I love it. I love it. It it, it definitely uh mm. is a joy. I, I count it as a joy and an honor uh to stand beside my husband. Yeah. You know? be able to be his helpmate, you know, to be able to pray for him yeah. for uh, just, just to be, you know, the wife that God has called me to be. No, I'm not saying that I am perfect. I'm, I'm definitely not saying that, no. uh, you know, because uh, none of us are perfect, you know, but even with, with where I am and my flaws and all, you no. know, I count it an honor and a privilege. And even as you said, I count oh, it as a joy to be able to for my husband to be able to be his mm-hmm. helper and to be able to push him. Um, and so I want to leave us with this scripture because we're nearing the end. If you all have questions, you can begin to type your questions. We'll take about two questions. Yeah, put like, uh, we'll, we'll probably have time for two questions, uh, maybe. Uh, we may be able to do more, but we'll see. And so I want to read this scripture and leave you all uh, with this. Uh, so this scripture, uh, it says a wife, and this is Proverbs 31, uh, a wife of noble uh, character. And that word noble means high moral principles, inspires confidence in others. Um, a wife of noble character, who can find her? Who can find her? A wife of noble character, where is she? Where is she hiding? Who who can find her? Why is it so difficult to find her? Um, why is she so scarce? Uh, it says she is worth more than rubies. 
many women do, and, and, and I'm jumping around in Proverbs, and then it jumps down to about the end of it, of Proverbs 31. Um, it says, many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. And so many women can do no, mobile, uh, noble things. Many women have high morals and high yeah. principles. And, and inspire confidence in others. But the wife that he has for this man or for your husband, you surpass them all. You surpass them all. Some you more. are valuable to your husband. Yeah. You are valuable. You are a valuable piece to his purpose. Yes, you, you, definitely, are. you are tailor-made to fit, to help push him further into his purpose. But you've got to know that. You've got to know that. And then it also says charm is deceptive because we can try and adorn our outward appearance so much and try to look so good. And there's nothing wrong with that because most women, we all like to look good, but yeah. it should not be there. What, what, what's going on on the inside? <laughs> what's going on on the inside? <laughs> Come on. You know, and it says charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, which is temporary. And I said this in the beginning, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. A woman who really has true reverence for God, who honors and respects God, is going to ultimately honor and respect her husband. You know, and even in the beginning, even if her husband is not uh, there yet, or even uh, if her husband uh, may not be saved, you know, uh, or may not be following all of what God is saying, as long as he is not taking you out of the direction of God or out of the will of God, you know, you still have to honor and respect your husband, you know, and, and that woman is in great demand. Anytime, when you think of supply and demand, anytime you think of that principle, you know, uh, when you think of, uh, where there is a less of a supply for something, there is a greater demand of it, and then the value is 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 great. More valuable that has taken. Yes, the value is great. You know that principle can be applied. You know in many areas, but as we think about it, as we're talking about for our subject purpose as a wife, you know. <laughs> we definitely have to make sure that we try to pattern and fashion ourselves after the virtuous woman uh, and after the yeah. God wife that God would have us to be, you know, because it says here in the beginning, it's not very many of who can find her. Very who scarce. Can find? Who can find her? <laughs> who can who? find her? Where she you know, uh, and, and God is still working on each and every one of us, but we definitely, definitely. should be striving. Uh, yes. We definitely should be uh, trying to go uh, in that direction uh, in our marriages. And so, uh, wives, what I will say to you is just to continue to try to be a help and not a hindrance uh, to your yes. husband, to uh, our title. Um, okay, so we do have one question. And right. the one says uh, we are made to be the help meet for the man but what are they meant to be for us you want to oh, deal with that <laughs> listen the the bible gives the man yeah. the greatest the greatest task ever come on i know where you're going come on <laughs> and we don't have that i don't want this task yeah when he says love her as Christ loved the church, loved the church. and gave his life. And gave his life. Come on. That's what the man is to do. Yeah. That's that's what the Lord has put in his lap. He said, submit to one another, but give. Christ loved the church. Love her as Christ loved the church and gave his life. 
So the men have a greater responsibility to their wives to protect, to love, to uphold. It's just so many things, but the greatest is to love as Christ loved the church and gave his life. Yeah. So that's what I see. That's what the men are supposed to do. The husbands are supposed to do for their wives. They have yeah. a great responsibility. Yeah, they they yeah. definitely do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and even as you said, just going uh, back to the scripture. Uh, uh, so um, just going back to the scripture and even the question, and I definitely uh, agree. And just to reiterate what you're saying um, is definitely the uh, wife is to is to be the helpmate or the helper uh, to her husband. And when we, even as I said, when we look at uh, help meet, it means suitable, uh, someone that is suitable for her husband and uh, that's to help push him and, and and cover him, you know, and pray for him and what, in whatever capacity that he needs help, the wife is to be there to, to do that. And uh, even as Lady Dillard already, already put it, the, uh, the, jo- the, the job of the husband is to love the wife. The job of the wife is to be the helpmate and to honor and to respect her husband, you know, and the job of the wife is to the job of the um, of the wife. What am I saying? No. Yeah. The job of the wife is to be the helpmate and the job of the husband is to um, to love her. And love is so powerful, though, because even when we look at that, when a woman feels loved by her husband, when a lo- woman feels loved, I mean, and even in that, a, a husband is supposed to support as well, you know. Um, and so, even yeah, in that, it goes you know, it's, yeah, it's a mutual thing. And so, the husband is supposed to support as well. And when you feel that love and you feel that support from your husband, you feel like you can do anything. You feel like you can do anything. I'm gonna tell you when I get those impromptu mm-hmm. text messages, you know, when I'm at work or wherever I am, like, baby, I love you, and I'm just thinking about you. And you know, when you get that, like, I feel like I'm on 30, I'm yeah. on 30,000 when I'm at work. Like, you already know it, yeah. <laughs> but just to hear it, you know, and, and you hear it, but you know, like, it may be just in that moment where you felt like you needed to hear it, you know, but when you when you hear that for him to be able to love, you know, and, and you see that and you feel that, you know, it feels like it it, it definitely, uh, it, it does something for me. Uh, what did uh, our bishop say? He said the husband is the head of the home oh, as well. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, being the, being the, the head of the household is something that a husband does for the wife. He takes the yeah. head. He's yeah. on the front line. He yeah. he's standing there. Then it's the wife behind him, and then the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, as That's the his responsibility. That's his duty to his, uh, to his wife. What did you say? I didn't hear you. I think you kind of went out. That's a his bit. duty to his wife. To did I pause? Yeah, but I can hear can you, you now. now. Go ahead. Yep. Yep. I can hear you now. Okay. Yeah. I was saying that the, um, the, the husband is in the front. He's on the front line. Yeah. He's the, he's yeah. Yeah. And even as you said, and it really just goes back to uh, what Bishop said and what we said uh, in the beginning, uh, just that whole covering uh, as well and, and, and willing to lay down his life, you know, lay down your life, you know, for your wife, you know, you are that covering, you are that uh, protection uh, and that head, you know, and, and it I is, can do is pray. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
and goes back to uh, Sarah, uh, Sarah uh, and Abraham, how she called him Lord, you know, how she called him Lord, you know, because he, yeah. he was the protector. Yeah, he was there, you know, to cover her, to be there, you know, even even in all that they His responsibility had, was much greater. Yeah. The responsibility uh, is definitely great, you know, on both ends. And the key part is knowing your roles, knowing your responsibilities. Yes. So that was definitely uh, a great question, you know, but uh, mm -hmm. we, we have to definitely know uh, what those roles are so that we're not going in something blinded and having a different expectation, you know, yes. or uh, maybe giving something what we think we should be doing. And this is not even what your role is. So, yeah, that, mm -hmm. that is. Uh, and thank you so much uh, for that question. And thank you yeah, uh, for chiming in on that. Um, that I think that a lot of times it sounds like the women we give, give, give. It can yeah. sound like giving a lot. Yeah. And that question was good because um, it seemed like we give a lot, but the husbands give a little bit. They they give too, but they their responsibility is. Yeah, they definitely the Lord, do. The Lord didn't ask us to lay out, lay down our life. They definitely do. They they definitely <laughs> they, they give a lot, and we we definitely uh, honor. I know me, and I'm sure I can oh, speak yeah. for you as well. We definitely honor uh, and respect our husbands uh, for all that they do uh, okay. for loving us. You know, as Christ loved the church for covering us, for protecting us, uh, for supporting us. You know, uh, in whatever the case may be, uh, we definitely uh, honor. Uh, and respect our husbands and, and just kind of want to give a little shout out to them on tonight. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, is there anything else that you have that you uh, want to share with the audience uh, on tonight before we uh, close um, out? This has been an awesome. Somebody said that it was a question in the beginning. Uh -huh. So I was trying to find it. They had a really good question in the beginning, but it was like way at the beginning. But I was trying to find it because I didn't want to leave anybody out. But uh, we, I think we're out of time. Uh, yes. So we just go on and close. This has been great. And then if you uh, all if you all have any questions, if you think of anything, you can definitely still submit it. Um, you can go on the website uh, and submit it. There is a section for you to uh, submit uh, questions uh, if, if that's what you have uh, in mind to do. And so uh, if you don't have anything else, Lady Dillard, Thank you so much for being my special Thank guest uh, on tonight. Uh, and even Thank as you. I said in the beginning, this is the last uh, episode of this season. We oh. have been on, uh, we've had five, this is the fifth episode. Uh, and I thank okay. God for each and every one of you that have stick and stayed uh, with us for each and every episode. Uh, definitely uh, appreciate it. But this is the end. Thank you so much for joining uh, the All That I Am podcast. Yes. Thank you to our guests uh, near and far. We will be back better than ever. We are working on some great things. I am excited about it. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. And I want you to follow uh, me on Facebook and Instagram and follow Lady Dillard. Dill Lady Dillard, what is your uh, handle on uh, Instagram? Instagram, I am elect underscore lady under elect underscore lady underscore. 
All right. So follow her on Instagram, follow her on Facebook as well. And then I want you to follow me as well to stay up to date and current on our latest blogs. And we have advertisement opportunities and even the section that I said where you can submit your questions uh, and topics that you want us to discuss. And even when we come back, if you have something that you want us to deal with, uh, make sure you submit that on as well. And please, please go on the podcast and give us a review on the various outlets. We are on Apple Podcasts, we are on Spotify, and we are on iHeartRadio. Go on the various outlets and give us a review if you will. Uh, But until next time, remember you have been given the grace to do everything that God has called you to do. Everything he has called you to do, even in being a wife, even when you may feel overwhelmed, God has given you the grace to handle it and you can do it all. Thank you so much and join us again when we come back. Be blessed.